Sport Calgary is the voice of over 300 sports organizations in the Calgary area. Share your voice and become a Sport Calgary member for free at sportcalgary.ca slash members. Canadian Pacific was founded in 1881 and was formed to physically unite Canada and Canadians from coast to coast. Today, CP is a transcontinental railway in North America, providing rail services to key markets in every corner of the globe. Giving back to the communities they operate through is important for CP. Since 2014, their focus has been on cardiac health. Through their CP Has Heart program, CP has helped raise over $23.3 million for cardiac causes across North America. Physical activity is very important to heart health. CP is proud to sponsor Goals for Kids with the Calgary Flames, a program which benefits minor hockey, Calgary, and kids sport. For each home goal by the Flames, CP donates $500. Since 2007, CP has donated over $215,000 to kids sport. CP would like to remind everyone listening that February is Heart Month and encourage everyone to stay active, eat healthy, and have fun. Sport Calgary presents the Face First Podcast with your hosts, Alicia Rissling and Grace Defoe. And here they are sliding right on in, Grace and Alicia. All right. Welcome back to the Face First Podcast. My name is Grace Defoe. And my name is Alicia Riz Rizling. And with us today, we have a very special guest. We have a woman who is not only a community builder, a realtor, a wife, a podcast host, a reality, a reality TV star, and, but she is also a wicked 80s winter onesie wearing super mom of two boys. Please welcome to the show, Cadet LaBarbara. Cadet, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, oh, it's so good to see you guys again. So good to see you. I feel like it's been forever. Um, Cadet is also failed to mention one of the most important things. She is a kids sport ambassador with Grace and I. Yes, and I miss doing events with you guys. Yeah, it's been a little while. Um, we were super excited to get you on the show. I know we've asked the Kids Sport Ambassadors and thrown in the group chat quite a bit. So someone who has uh, much more podcast experience, actually, than Grace and I. But uh, so we've got the real pro with us. Wow. And the first question I want to ask you is um, about your boys. How old are they? Ryder just turned 12 the other day and Easton will be 10 in May. Such good hockey names, Ryder and Easton. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Yeah. And Ryder is autistic. And that has been a little bit part of your your core community um, outreach. And I know you're really involved with that. So maybe you want to just talk about a little bit about that. When was he diagnosed and how has that affected your family? Um. It's affected us with a lot of honesty out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> but he, um, it actually hasn't really fully affected, well, it doesn't affect us anymore, I guess. Um, to say, I mean, for the most part. But he was diagnosed in 2012 when Jason was playing for the Coyotes. Um, I mean, when he was diagnosed, it was not, I guess, not a lot of like shock, but it was just a lot of information, a lot of things to do. We were like, oh, God, where do we even start? Um, so obviously we just kind of hit the ground running and I just know that being proactive is the best thing that you can do for your kids. And, um, so we did that. We got him into therapy right away. I did a course in Phoenix myself. I did a course for six weeks and learned how to do therapy so that I could apply it at home. And I was so glad we did because then after that season, we were just kind of all over the place. So it was like, we couldn't get therapists and stay in one spot. And yeah, but I mean, at first it was a little bit different. It was 
like uh, in the way of like affecting us, I guess we just had to figure out what worked for a rider. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, my motto kind of back then was like, you know, if you can't conform to riders wants and needs right now, then you just can't be around. Like if you're not going to kind of accept rider and how we're working, then yeah. So we just, we just did us. We just did that for a few years and yeah, he's doing great. He's killing it. And I, I, follow you on social media, obviously. And I just love your posts of all the updates from him. They're so, so blunt and so great. Um, I know like as a person who doesn't really know that much about autism, I know it is a spectrum. Um, so like how have, has your being involved in, in a world of trying to raise awareness and, and, uh, just making people more like you said, you did, you did a course where you're you're teaching yourself how to become a therapist. So how, how does you find like how he falls on the spectrum and then like, how does that affect how you kind of teach people of like how to behave maybe around him or, or to make life easier for him? Yeah. Like when he was younger, it was harder for him because he just couldn't, um, he couldn't transition well. Like, you know, you couldn't go from one place to the next and, Um, you know, so I just had to do a lot of talking through it with him and with everybody else. Like, okay, this Mm -hmm. is what we do. And then next we're going to go here and this is what we're going to do next. And just so much talking and just letting people, you know, know, like, okay, don't clap for him. Don't cheer for him. Um, don't sing happy birthday for him. Like even this year, I'm like, do you want to sing happy birthday? He's like, nope. And he just blew out his candles. Like you just, you never know. It's just like so much communication and love and confidence. We just gave him all the confidence in the world. Like he's just going to do everything you want to do. And he just, he's, I don't know. We just, he's so funny, but you definitely have to do a lot of talking through it all. Like I just Mm -hmm. feel like the more you speak, the more they just kind of get it. So kind of what's expected of them. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, And then Grace, sorry. I'm like, I just going along with the questions I have for this, but um, so Local Laundry is a company that I think a lot of Calgarians know about just because of their their brand that they've done a really good job of pushing out and they've now branched out to a couple other cities. Um, just talk a little bit about your connection with them and what you're trying to do with the new Rider Wear collection. I actually met them through um, Haley when she did, um, she did a collection for like a fundraiser to go on one of her trips. Mm-hmm. Um, so I met them and I was like, oh, you guys do collabs. That's pretty cool. Maybe we can talk sometime. And so we met up and came up with Riders Crew. And um, the last couple of years, we've donated locally to a place in Calgary called um, Autism Asperger's Friendship Society of Calgary. Um, but it's gotten so big. And I think that it's just we should um, kind of distribute nationally. So now I'm on the board for Autism Canada. So we're going to um, donate there. And yeah, so it's our third year with riders crew and we have a new zip up and a gray pull-up that I'm wearing right now and a t-shirt um it always does really well even last year with COVID hitting we were like oh I guess maybe we're not going to do it and then we kind of just pulled it together last minute and we're still able to donate almost four thousand dollars from the sweaters so yeah really proud of how far it's kind of going and loving it awesome actually I just noticed Grace is wearing a a local laundry sweater as well, I think. <laughs> and then have your, um, you have your Kidsport local laundry collab t-shirt I on. I do. Really sure. Oh, yeah, I do. Oh, oh. Look at <laughs> us. Look at us. Didn't even you? plan it. <laughs> <laughs> Always repping. I love it. Yeah. Um, 
Another thing I have for you is uh, you talked a lot about how starting from the get-go, I think you guys were like all over the map. Let's talk a little bit about hockey. Um, <laughs> how long have you and Jason been together? Um, we met in 2006, but we started dating in 2007. Mm-hmm. We met here in Calgary. He he was drafted by the Rangers and they used to do prospect camps here or something like that. And so he started coming here and loving it. And I was living here and working here. And so we met here in 2006, again, dated in 2007. And then, yeah, he just asked me to come move with him. And I quit my oil and gas job, which was pretty hard for me. Like I'm very independent. So um, to just quit and move to LA, Jason was with the Kings at the time, was a big change for me. Um, Again, like I'm independent and just moving and all of a sudden depending on him to be like my boyfriend and my friends all wrapped in one and then Mm -hmm. eventually having to lean on him for like financial support was so strange. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we were there for like, well, he was with the system for like three and a half years. I was with him there for a year and a half. Um, our last year there, I was pregnant with Ryder and I was nine months pregnant and Jason got traded to Vancouver. So that was <laughs> like new for me. <laughs> I'm like, Great timing. I know. I was like, Great hey, don't they know I'm pregnant? He's like, yeah, don't you know they don't care? It's <laughs> <Like, so, laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll pick up and move. So we had to drive. It was actually all, by the time I got everything tied up in L.A., It was all star break. So Jason had to fly down and drive up with me and because we had to drive our dog. So we -hmm. drove from L.A. to Vancouver in like 18 hours. And bam, then we were in Vancouver for half a season, living in a hotel, having a baby there. It was just wild. And then we were in Phoenix for like four years. And that was like the biggest, like longest stretch stint yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so if you had to tally them all right now would you know how many places you've lived since you started your little adventure with jason (laughs) i know that i've moved 18 times so that's 18 well that's like back and forth like after the season and then go back for the season and then back and yeah and then into our, our home that we're in now um yeah 18 times so i'm done that's that's impressive people don't i think i mean just from knowing what i know about the hockey world and i think how you're saying like i'm an independent woman and now i have to depend on him now for like everything but like the reason why you have to make those moves is because like those guys they depend on their their partners to be their home they're kind of like their centering thing and i think that's a big part of like the moving around piece that it's definitely a partnership exactly (laughs) yeah oh yeah like they pick up because they get traded and it's like, they're gone. Like they're, yeah. they're gone right away. Like next flight out. And like Jason got traded again too, when we were in Edmonton and that was my first year really, well, it was, I guess my second time really setting up services for Ryder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I finally got um, therapist for him and then Jason got traded to Chicago and I was like, okay, you know what? I've had it. I'm totally retiring myself. And I'm packing up the kids and I'm moving home to Calgary. And I did that, which was good because we just needed to set Ryder up. It just wasn't going to be fair to him. And, you Mm -hmm. know, Ryder was like number one in that whole process. And, um, and so, yeah, we were apart for, you know, almost like, yeah, almost two hockey seasons. So that was, that's a long time. Yeah. That's tough. Wow. With two little kids and 
I know people are like, oh, it must be so hard with like a child with autism. And I'm like, actually, he was a breeze. It was Easton, our younger one, that just gave me a run for my money. He's like, oh, no way. He's, oh, he's <laughs> me to a T. He was our little terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Oh, that's amazing. How okay. So, you... oh, go ahead, Grace. Oh, sorry, Alicia, cut you off. Um, how hard of a decision was it for you to stay in Calgary? Um, for you and Jason both? Because, I mean, obviously there are pros and cons on both sides, but um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was a tough one. Like, I mean, when he got traded to Chicago, well, like, I, part of me was happy to be in Alberta because Alberta has really good autism services. So I'm like, okay, well, this will be good for, Ed, like, being in Edmonton. We'll do this. And then, um, like I said, when he got traded to Chicago, I was like, I just can't do it and not know kind of where you'll be. Cause he was kind of traded off of like injury basis. So he could mm-hmm. be all over the place. Right. So, um, yeah, we decided I'd finish the year in Calgary, which was an easy, easy decision. But then when I got back to Calgary, I, and honestly, I've never like cried throughout this whole process except for this one time. And it was after other than like crying, like happy tears. Um, <laughs> It was after I got back to Calgary from moving from Edmonton and I was filling out all the paperwork, which I'd been doing like so many, so many times, like trying to make the best situation for Ryder and get the best match of therapists. And I was doing it again. And I just like broke down. I just started crying and I'm like, you know what? We're staying here. Like if you're gone next season, we're still staying here. Like, and he totally got it. And he like totally understood. He wasn't like, you know, we didn't go back and forth on it. It was like, the only thing that matters is just being proactive for Ryder and creating stability and consistency. Like consistency is so key with these little guys. Like it's, you got to roll with what's good. And um, again, the services in Alberta are amazing. So many people move here because of what we offer. So well, that's really it, nice to hear that, that we at least we have those opportunities for families. Yeah, exactly. So that part was like, yeah, like a no brainer staying here, but I mean, it was just really hard. For the kids at that time, they had no time of, like, they had no concept of time where mm-hmm. it was, so it wasn't hard on them, but it was hard on Jason because he was missing out on so much and, you know, he'd go to his apartment and it's quiet and lonely and um, I really felt bad for him then, but. It, yeah, it's tough to be away from your kids for so long, for sure. And I think now that he's made that transition into the more like coaching life, um, I know most recently he was working with the world juniors up in Edmonton for the bubble. So he was away for quite a bit of time, um, over the holiday as well. That must've been pretty tough. Yeah, it's hard. Be- well, last year he was gone for world juniors too. So that was our first Christmas away from him. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was only a month cause they didn't have to bubble first. So, mm-hmm. um, but then this time it was weird. Cause he's like right there, you know, like, it's like they're in right. Yeah. So close, months. but so- <laughs> yeah. yeah. For a month and Edmonton for a month. And yeah, that was a little bit tough, but I find the schedule. It's honestly, especially for Easton, like Easton's such a daddy's boy. And like, he's just attached to Jason's hip. Um, that when he's gone for two months is, is kind of almost easier because it's just like out of sight, out of mind. And then, mm-hmm. but when he's home, like how the schedule is right now, like, in and out so often and just for like little glimpses I think is harder on on Easton than if Jason's just gone for two straight months yeah the whole having to say goodbye over and over again I think kind of adds up for the little guys for sure yeah um are both your boys hockey players yeah Easton definitely is um 
loves hockey. So is Ryder. He plays um, Heroes Hockey. And he takes it so seriously, even though the only thing he does is laps. But we we always joke because we do make him score goals. And it'll be like, you know, empty net little tap-ins. But like we're like, okay, how many goals are you going to score? And if he's like six, then he gets to go get Timbits after. But so like the funniest <laughs> thing. But he loves it. He loves doing it. Like he would go every day. Like he, it's so funny. We didn't know how he would be when we signed him up. We're like, oh, I'll just give it a shot. Yeah. He's so committed to heroes hockey. It's unbelievable. (laughs) But it's just making accessible for kids that might not um, be able to play uh, under regular circumstances for like organized sport. Now that you're back and settled in Calgary, um, is that when you got into real estate or how long have you been working as a real estate agent? Yeah. Once we were back and settled, so I took the first like couple of months of being back here to kind of get into the swing of things, get the kids back into a routine. And, and then, yeah, I started doing my real estate license because yeah, I just never really liked any of our realtors. So Jason's like, why don't you do it yourself? <laughs> and so I did challenge accepted and mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Like it's good cause it's flexible and I can, I can navigate it while Jason's gone and I'm kind of like single parenting. I can do a lot while they're at school and Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm loving it. I've got a really great team that I work with. They're, they're amazing mentors. I've learned so much from these ladies and it's just been fun. It's been good. I like being like mentally stimulated, you know, like it's like when you say like, when you <laughs> listed off my, all my titles, I'm like, people make fun of me because they're like, how do you do all this stuff? But I just like laugh and say, I need it all for my different personalities. Like I need to be, like <laughs> mentally stimulated. The podcast is something fun. I'm like, I like the charity work. Does this feel good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. You definitely have had, well, I mean, just a resume that just seems to bounce all over the place. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is the show. So hockey wives, has been around and were you how many seasons were you on two so they had three seasons so mm-hmm. I did the first two um we all agreed to not go back for the third and then oh. uh, yeah oh well they wouldn't pay us so we were like okay well we can't keep doing this this for free <laughs> oh geez I didn't realize that oh no <laughs> yeah I mean, we had some like incentives and we were, you know, like they, they did give, get us a lot of like stuff, but, um, it's, it was time consuming and hard, especially like on the guys and, um, cause they're all so low key. And, and then like, even when we were doing it, it was like when we were long distance with Jason the first season. And so mm-hmm. he'd, he'd come home after not seeing the boys for like two months and Anaheim would be playing here. So he was here for like literally 12 hours and there's cameras in his faces and he's like I just just want to hang with my family but yeah it it was still fun I'm glad we did it it was really good for autism awareness it was fun um seeing my friends I knew most of the girls before filming so it was kind of fun to (laughs) meet up on girls trips and I bet yeah at least it would make it all little things to do here and there be a lot of fun but I didn't realize they weren't paying you that's uh, yeah well technically it's like a docu-series so they can't pay you if it's like a reality show they pay you but then you have to basically do what they say you know mm. like flip tables or 
slap a check or more script. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're like, and that's definitely not us. So we were like, Ugh. but so we're like, okay, call it a docuseries. Do what you got to do <laughs> to keep it low key. Yeah. Did they originally um, approach you guys for it or was it something you pitched to them? Oh no, they approached us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whose idea it was in the first place, but um yeah, I think just a couple of the producers came up with it. And yeah, so the first two seasons were good. And then they thought they could replace us for the whole third season, which didn't work out. So mm, yeah, and that was the end of that. I know <laughs> the third season definitely wasn't as good as the first two. <laughs> I'm like, you can't replace your whole cast. Everyone gets attached to like all the girls and their stories and then they're all yeah. gone. <laughs> but it was fun. No regrets. No regrets. No. Awesome. Yeah, we had a good time. Why don't you tell us? <laughs> Sorry, keep Sorry. on. Sorry. No, go ahead. All right, Claudette. So we want to know more about how you got involved with Kids Sport Calgary and some of your favorite events that kind of go along with it. Um, we know that we're missing them right now, so we're kind of trying to reminisce a bit. Oh, I know. Seriously, I, I, I mean, I know everyone likes knows I like food, so the food ones are my favorite. Um, <laughs> the wing night is the so is the pizza pig out um I love street hockey I did that one a couple years ago um there's so many great events Jason did the um, the Brian Burke's um target for kids target for kids that's the one yeah I couldn't make that one. Oh, I'm so sad to miss that but um so many great events um for everyone putting putting those together just working miracles um every event is amazing um and then my girlfriend used to actually work for kids sport back in the day so she introduced me um a while ago actually I think when we'd finally um kind of gotten settled here and then I was asked to join as an ambassador so um proud I know kids sport is so well known especially around Calgary and um I am proud to say I'm an ambassador I think it's a really well-run program and they do so much good. Awesome. I know Grace and I are super missing all the events. Uh, you and I in particular had a blast hosting the wing off last time. I knew I didn't really know you that well, but um, you made a comment to a girl and I just about died um, <laughs> when she got sauce in her eye. And I'm not going to say it out loud again, but that's how I knew I was like, I'm going to get along with this girl. I, I respect you. It was so funny. And I think everyone in the audience got a huge kick out of it. <laughs> oh, all of Cowboys was like, no. I was like, can I say this? And I was like, whatever. She walked me right into it. <laughs> she did it Legendary. Her, did it to herself. but Yeah, she did. Much fun though like I just love those events and um again so well run like it's just it's amazing and I mean you can't go wrong with a bunch of different wings from all over the city or pizza and then yeah again the street hockey one like I I don't know hopefully we can get back to some sort of events I mean yeah we're just talking about events in Calgary and and people are so scared to even try and book them because it seems like situation changes daily but uh, hopefully we came back to those because I know that the organizations need our support and I know people are doing a really good job of, of trying to support where they can, but at the end of the day, it's always easier to 
throw money at an organization like Pittsport if it means you get to eat unlimited wings. And- <laughs> totally. well, <laughs> company sponsorships, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, just to have that, like even I usually have my golf tournament and I didn't have it last year, which was my first year. And then I don't think it's going to look like we're going to have it this year either, just because again, without corporate sponsorships, it's, it's really tough to run a good big event. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's tough to run a big event and it's tough to be an athlete because without corporate sponsorships, it's, it's hard to make our seasons happen. So, I mean, yeah. the, those are happening. It's happening at a worldwide scale and, you know, we all just need to get back to the way things were, but I would love um, that. Yeah. So we just want to make sure that our listeners know um, where they can get uh, involved with the Riderwear collection or any of the other things you've got going on. If they where can go follow you. Oh, my Instagram page is Codette LaBarbera, um, mm-hmm. L-A-B-A-R-B-E-R-A, because there's a lot of B's and E's and things. Um <laughs> And then, um, so you can find out what we're up to on there. And then I usually have like my podcast or sweaters or any fundraisers on there. And then Local Laundry, of course, has the link on their website and all their social media platforms. So we launched the presale today. And so, yeah, again, presale, you order. And then once we get enough orders in, then we do, you know, we start getting the collection ready. And then, yeah, but we have all month to do that. So get your orders in. Sounds good. I'm looking forward to getting my order in. I did see that on Instagram and I'm excited. They look awesome. Oh, and I love it when Ryder sees it. Like if we're out and Ryder just sees some random person wearing it and he's like, oh, hey, it's Ryder's crew. It's my sweater. And they're like, oh, you're Ryder. And he's like, never mind. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, yeah, we're done chatting. <laughs> So cute. Uh, just for the listeners out there, we are recording this on the 1st of March. Um, not quite sure when this episode is going to drop, but uh, so we have all of March. Let's do our part for Autism Canada and uh, raise some money for Riderware. Thank you, Cadette, so much for joining us today, despite the technical difficulties. Um, it's great to catch up and hear from you. Yes, thank you. Hopefully I get to see you guys soon. Hopefully, Hopefully we can all be together again. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting together for some events. I know. It's fun to watch you guys on your little travels, too. Always exciting. Always. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the Face First podcast. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Check out Sport Calgary's This Week in Sport for the latest news and updates in Calgary's sports community. On all Calgary Flames games days, home and away, you can participate in the Calgary Flames Foundation 50-50 draws online. Go to www.calgaryflames.com slash 50-50 to purchase your raffle tickets and watch the jackpot grow every Flames game day. Tickets are available from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Funds are directed to Southern Alberta charities, including the Calgary Flames Sports Bank, and Flames Even Strength Program. Let's get into the game and support the Calgary Flames Foundation. Chance to win big. And the winner could be you. Must be over 18 and in Alberta to purchase. License number 570062.